This podcast should not be considered as medical or legal advice. If you are looking for such advice, then do contact a professional. But please find someone that has a brain and can think critically about what's going on in the world today. This is the Collective Resistance Podcast with your hosts, Leo and Fabiola. We will be discussing why we find ourselves resisting the narratives of the common collective, as well as why the common collective resists new information. Fabiola, how are you? Hey, Leo. Super excited. We are back with another interview today at the Collective Resistance Podcast, and we are welcoming uh, to the platform an online researcher of the supernatural changes in our realm, Brian Staveley. Uh, Brian, welcome to the Collective Resistance Podcast. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, and so, Brian, you know, I want to make sure people know uh, what you want them to know about you. So, I mean, is there any, but besides what we just mentioned there, I mean, do you want to kind of talk a little bit about your story, about how you got involved with being an online content creator around these mysteries that you found to be quite intriguing and, and why it's so important to you? Yeah, uh, sure. No problem. Um, up until 2010, I won't say I bought, you know, believed everything they told me. Like, I never got into politics or religion. Those are two big things that I never, you know, I never went down those uh, types of journeys. But as far as, like, the media and events on TV and all of it, uh, I believe that they were there to present us the truth. And then, like many people, a large majority of the people that we probably all know, um, we, at some point in our journey, uh, we saw through what they were presenting as the official story of 9-11. And I had, you know, I had stumbled into that through something I see as disinformation now, but it was a movie on Netflix that showed a different perspective uh, than what the media was saying, like completely different. Um, so that sent me on my journey. And within uh, just a couple of months, I decided I wanted to get my voice out there. So I registered a website, built the website, and uh, integrated like uh, my own podcast in there, started taking live calls. And I got really deep into 9-11 um, and not really some of the same roads as everybody else, really deep into the media fakery aspect of it, which now later on, I think now in 2022, when we're recording this, that many people can see that so much of the stuff the media presents is a complete fabrication. But questioning some of those ideas in 2010 wasn't so popular. So it was very controversial, even within like YouTube circles or what used to be website forums and whatnot. I didn't really do YouTube too much back then. Um, and then I went into other other topics. Like within a short time, I looked at the moon landing. That was a complete joke. I mean, that takes a weekend to see. That's <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's embarrassing. Now, I know. But it is. No, it is. It's not. A, <laughs> it's not our fault. But it's like yeah. so funny to look back. Like, wow. If I would have just questioned it once, I would have never thought they could land on the moon and construction paper, cardboard. I know. I was looking at the pictures on your website, and you know, up close pictures. I was like, man, yeah, that is pretty fake looking. Yeah. Yeah. So then I started, you know, looking into all these other events that they put out and they always seem to be that i mean literally like it's almost like a such a scripted reality full of 
deception and hoaxes. And come 2014, um, you know, I had already come to the determination that imagery from space was fake, the moon landing was fake, the International Space Station was fake. So I started to, to question the shape of the planet on which we live. Where are we in the universe? Mm-hmm. Um, and shortly after that, I got hit with the uh, Mandela effect. So two very big type of things and polarizing ideas to take on at once. Um, and how so? Years... <laughs> how so are they polarizing? I think like usually people that question the shape of the earth are pretty much into, oh, yeah. And then they're changing all these things that happened in the past that we remember. They're oh, you, oh, I actually meant polarizing like you know amongst other people you know they don't want to look oh, at oh gotcha like, the you, okay they do the, go hand no, in but hand the way you just no but the, i do they do go hand in hand but the way you presented it is perfect because there are a huge amount of people that know they lied to us about where we are and where we live but they will not look at the mandela effect that's just the bridge too far for them to cross oh. they'll call them you know so that's really it's strange for me too because if we're really trying to figure out and there'll be more after the Mandela effect, you know, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's a never ending journey, and none of us have all the truth and none of us are at the finish line. And mm-hmm. I, I, right. I I have a hard I have a hard time I do, uh, understanding how people can get so far in different journeys of truth, but then when it comes to this, there are a lot of people. I know you guys might not see it because you don't see it from the perspective I do and mm-hmm. deal with all the people I do uh, in, in around the other communities with this. But there's a lot of people that are dead set against this and they want to say it's just a psyop. It's not happening. We're just, uh, you know, companies and logos and brands are just changing names. It's not, no, it's not none of that at all. Like, <laughs> I mean, I have, uh, I mean, I just on my short list of Mandela effect videos, where I just focus, I do a lot of live streams, you know, I did one today, four hours long, oh, but wow. I do have a list videos on one Mandela effect each. And I have like over a hundred of them. I mean, anybody that says these are just companies and logos and brands changing names, that stuff's well documented. So go pick one, pick one and come back and show me, show me when Stouffer's sold stovetop stuffing to Kraft because there's never been Stouffer's stovetop stuffing in this reality. It's a huge Mandela effect that so many of us. Now it's always been Kraft. If this is companies and logos and brands changing names, then they could show us that business transaction, right? Mm-hmm. But they can't. They never even bother. They never even bother to try. They just call it a psyop, which I find interesting because through my journey, I've met many people that are very much into um, actually deciphering psyops and tricks from the media and things that they accuse this of being. And they'll say that about this, but then they won't do anything to show us how the trick is done because it isn't a trick. It's it physical matter. <laughs> I mean, I can give you my definition of what I believe yes, it is, uh, but please. My- yeah, because I think a lot of people are going to be new to this concept. Like, so if we can kind of hold their hand what? a little bit. <laughs> sure. Just to bring people a little more up to speed, uh, got really deep into the Mandela effect more over 2016, 2017. By 2018, I decided um, that I needed to stop making YouTube videos. And here I am. I have 1,600 videos in the last four years. Holy moly. Okay. Wow. Uh, so I just talked about the Mandela effect isn't companies and logos and brands changing names. Okay. It's also not, it's not about like a movie being reissued or them changing things online. Okay. And I'll start with the simple stuff. It's the best way to do it. Perfect. But we're going to get much deeper than mov- movies and music and products, but you got to start there because you can't just, 
you can't just jump in and tell people their organs are in different spots. Oh, my gosh. I know. (laughs) That blew my mind, too. So, for instance, I'll start off with something everybody knows. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know how old I don't know how old you guys are, but 40s. I'm, I'm 40 right now. Yeah. But perfect. Okay, I figured around the same age. All right. So, although I look I 21. When I grew up, one of one of probably the biggest show, if not the second biggest for kids, was Mr. Rogers, right up there mm-hmm. on Sesame Street. Yep. Everybody would watch Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and I'm bringing this one up because. It's going to resonate with so many people. And then I'm going to tell you what the problem with reality is. Mm -hmm. Mr. Rogers used to come through the door every day and sing a song. Do you remember how the song started? You only got to give me the first line. Can anybody sing it? It, It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in the... I think that's... A beautiful day for a neighbor. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. And I I know that you, you, you are correct according to my reality. I think right, Danny, right. Daniel Tiger also sang that. It, yeah, I, I think it's the, the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know Daniel Tiger. And, I'm, and Dan- I'm Brazilian, so Daniel I didn't Tiger. grow up with, uh, you know, with Mr. Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> and Daniel Tiger is uh, owned by the same company. Right. And they own the same. They own the right. They own the rights to the music. They have the same exact song, and that's a great point. Uh-huh. Because what you have there in Daniel Tiger's neighborhood is what we call residue. That's evidence oh. of the effect And I'm going to tell you why. Because Mr. Rogers never sang It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood now. He said, he comes through the door and says, it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Yet, the Daniel Tiger hasn't changed yet. And all the parodies of it, they don't change when the Mandela Effect happens. So, now, let's get into what the Mandela Effect is. Okay. Mr. Rogers used to say, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. If you have a copy of any of his episodes, doesn't matter like what type of copy. You can have a VHS locked in a safe and it's been there for 20 years and nobody's touched it, right? You got to put that in. He's going to come through the door and he's going to say, it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. <laughs> it was never this. Now, if you go back and you look for all the parodies that have been done of Mr. Rogers, which is tons of them. Um, Eddie Murphy used to do Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood on Saturday Night Live. Right. Johnny Carson has done skits of it. You could imagine how many people have done parodies of Mr. Rogers. Every every single one of them says it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It gets even better. So this is a huge change that resonates with just about anyone. Another point of the Mandela effect is we're not the minority of people. We are the majority. Because if right now anybody can test this. Take 100 people and ask them to sing the Mr. Rogers song to you. You know how many are going to say this? Close to zero. Probably zero. I won't say zero because that is the reality now of what it's always been. But it's so ingrained in everybody's mind. And to say we just misremembered, this isn't something we heard once or twice. And it's not, no, it's not even just like a movie line. Because most movies you don't watch a thousand times. Mm-hmm. How many times did Rogers sing that? And it gets better. More residue on top of that. How about this? So they announced the movie with Tom Hanks. They gave it a tentative title called Won't You Be My Neighbor, okay? And then they were waiting to title it. We're like, what are they going to title it? What are they mm-hmm. going to title it? Mm-hmm. Now, the whole Mandela Effect community is waiting for this movie to come out because we already know that the, the old copies of it all changed, right? right? Right. So now it says it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. So we're waiting to see what happens in the new film, what they're going to say, right? The, mm-hmm. this. right? How about they announce on CNN News all of a sudden, Sony Pictures 
has a has the the title for the Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks named after the original theme song, and they put a clip from the original show with the theme song. The name of the freaking movie. Go look at it. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh. They show the video. They show the video. He comes through the door and says this. It's like the. Something's wrong. So with they're doing reality. they're doing both realities in the in the film. How nutty! That's crazy. Yeah, well, so, yeah. Well, they're showing the old clip. They're telling you they named the new film after, after the original theme song. But the original theme song, he doesn't say the neighborhood because it's changed. So what? So do, if anybody has a copy, what do you say to people that tell you? Well, but you know, in the neighborhood or in the neighborhood or this neighborhood is close enough. Well, no, no, no. I, I don't know that they would say uh, more like they would say more like what, what is the the significance of editing that piece? Is, is that just like a glitch? They're editing more things and that's a glitch in it or well, what? Here's the th here's the thing. The significance is it's not anybody editing anything because now it's on a, it's on a supernatural level because we're not asking you to go on Netflix and watch Mr. Rogers' old episodes or go to Best Buy and buy a DVD, anybody that has any copy of any episode recorded, they can't show me a copy of where he says a beautiful day in the neighborhood because they've all changed. The physical matter in your own possession has changed. Nobody's coming in the middle of the night and swapping it out <laughs> and all that. That's, that's how deep it gets. And that goes for every single Mandela effect, or it's not a real Mandela effect. So when I bring up any of these changes, another huge one is Ed McMahon. Are you familiar with this one? Yeah, I heard you do this one, and that that, that one blew me away. Because you said that you – did you say that you you were from that town? Yeah, he's from my hometown. Okay, okay. I, I lived there 42 years. I, I just moved to North Carolina two years ago. I lived in Lowell, Massachusetts, same hometown as Ed McMahon. I lived there my whole life, okay? Mm -hmm. Ed McMahon, and you I'll present it the way I'll present it to anybody who hasn't heard it. In case you didn't, but if I were to ask anybody what company Ed McMahon's affiliated with, there's only a few answers. That, so of course they could say uh, Star Search, or they could say the, the Tonight Show with Johnny yeah. Carson, but Sweepstakes, Sweepstakes Company. Every single person you ask, if they give you an answer, if they have an answer either way, they're gonna tell you Publishers Clearinghouse, okay? And they're even gonna go into a description of how they remember him going to people's houses right. with the giant <laughs> and the balloons. I remember it. Now, you remember it. Yeah. But it's never happened now in this reality. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember it too. And people remember it with great detail. Now he's always been affiliated with a different company. Now, here's the interesting thing, because this is how people won't even try and scratch the surface of reality. So those you ask anybody. You could ask 100 people as long as they'd have an answer either way. Most people would have an answer to this. You know, ask 100 random people. Get them in a grocery store and ask them, right? What company, what sweepstakes company Ed McMahon worked for, right? They're going to tell you Publishers Clearinghouse, right? Like, nobody's going to tell you American Family Publishing. That's the current reality, though. Isn't there something wrong where if you pulled 100 people, over 90% of them all tell you the wrong answer, but it's all the same exact as each other and something that's that it's never been? Like, that's a that's an issue right there. But then on top of it, here's where you get people. Because people will try and, because you ask them, what else can you tell me about it? But most people, you won't have to ask them. They'll just tell you. They'll be like, yeah, he was the guy with the giant checks, right? They'll right. at least say that. They will, because it's so memorable that he used to show up with the giant checks and the prize patrol with him, right? So then here's what will happen. These articles will come out. 
and tell you, well, you guys are all misremembering. It was a different, it was a similar company, American Family Publishing. You got them mixed up and all this, right? Mm-hmm. Now, most people will be okay with that answer, right? They'll be like, oh, okay, I, I'm, even though they know it was published as Clarinos, they're willing to doubt themselves enough, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the thing you say to those people. So where did you get the memory from of the giant check you told me about? Because he didn't do that for the other company. He never went to anybody's door. He never had a So the idea that we the idea that we just mixed up the two companies is is no, that's a terrible point because we remember them with the giant check and balloons. Everybody I asked, dude. I mean, I ask people these questions on the street. I get in an Uber, I turn on the camera. The last Uber I got in was just a few weeks ago. I asked her, hey, I, how old are you? She told me she was 40, 41, whatever. She was close to my age too. And I said, Do you know the Mr. Rogers theme song? She said, yeah. And she started singing it, dude, just like you did. And she sang the whole thing. She didn't say this neighborhood. She said the neighborhood, right? Then I asked her the Ed McMahon thing. And all I did is I said, do you know who Ed McMahon is? She said, yeah, why? I said, who is he? She said, he was the guy that worked for Publishers Clarenhouse that went to people's door with a giant check and yellow balloon. She told me all this by me just asking the name. You know what I mean? Right. Uh-huh. And here's the thing too, like, and another part of that conversation, because there's musical changes and we'll bring it up to bigger things soon, but there's musical changes too. So I asked her about one while I was in the car. This is all on video. Anybody can go to my channel and look at it, right? Mm-hmm. So I asked her, I say, do you know the song by Jewel, Who Will Save Your Soul? You guys familiar with that song? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was her first big, that was her big no. hit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want to know something mind blowing? What? So I had her sing it. I had her sing it. Who will save your soul? My Uber driver, right? <laughs> Put it in. Have a listen. Because the Jewel song, she doesn't say soul anymore. It's still titled that. She says souls, plural. She's like, who will save your souls? No. And it's clear as day. <laughs> over and over, dude. So no what what way. did the what did the gal think in the car? Was she blown away? Was she like what? Or did you tell her anything? Yeah. Did you spill? She was blown away. I told her why. Then I told her why I was asking her these questions, and uh, and I I brought up a couple Bible changes that blew her. Away well, so as well. you know the the Bible one is one that I definitely want us to touch on because <laughs> we we've 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 gotten into the Bible a little bit in past episodes, and and we're gonna go into it more in some of the you know the books that were yeah. eliminated and all that and. And so what I ended up doing, and I know he's going to be listening to this podcast, but I I said, so if I went to you, I go, I know that you've read the Bible many times. I go, if I read to you a verse that you know you've read and it was different, would you know it? You know what I mean? Would you know that it was different? And, 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 uh, he was kind of, I think if I remember correctly, he's kind of like, well, I don't understand where you're going with that and all that. And so then I explained to him, I go, but see, the problem is, is I don't know the Bible, right? So, so I can't really yeah. say, but I knew he probably would. So I'm like, what if I read this verse to you? And then you looked in your Bible and it was nothing what you said it was. Would that just blow your mind? And, and then he was kind of like, well, I don't, uh, I, I'm sure I could not be remembering it. You know I mean? It's something like that, which before. It, 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 they get, it, it's it's interesting how triggered and defensive they get already. And all you're doing is you're asking a simple question. Yeah. And I, I've approached masses and preachers and stuff on the street with Bibles in the hand. And it's all on video, too. And we can talk about a little bit of that. Um, let's just finish one more thing. Yeah, with yeah. The jewel thing. 
like with the residue, right? So who will save your souls? It says now instead mm-hmm. of soul. Mm-hmm. But you go and listen. Of course, you go and listen to parody songs, cover songs of it. Everybody's saying soul. Now, what people say, Mandela effect, oh, we, you don't have enough evidence. We want to hear it right out of the people who are who have the changes in their songs or in their movies, right? If you, if you look at her live performances, there's several live performances where she's singing the song the way that we all remember it being on the album, but now it's never been that way in this reality. Right, crazy. Wild, right? Yeah, yeah, so the Bible, it's interesting. The, the Bible's big. Um, there's a lot of interesting things there because I'm like you. I've never read the Bible, yet I cover the Bible changes as much as anybody. But here's the thing, like, I'm very, very particular about which ones I pick. And there are ways, just like you can investigate different things that happened, even though you weren't there on the day, right? You can investigate Mandela effects that you don't have the the background knowledge of to know either way, because I mean, you can see that a a thousand people freaking all remember it the same way, word for word as each other, in which ways that have never existed. And then when they have different variations of the Bible, that actually helps us because people will often say, well, it's just a translation issue. These are translation issues. First off, there's different types of changes in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. There's ones that are universal that I could tell you. We'll get into a few of them right off the top. But they're, they're universal. Nobody can say it's a translation issue. And we got it off a different translation because it's not a translation in the world that says it's the way that we all remember, including the person that we're asking. Then on top of it, like some of the Bibles are worded differently, like with the type of English right. the words that they use. But they'll say the same thing for the same verse, but small variations, right? So there will be like changes that are, say, exclusive to the KJV, where certain words have changed. Now, somebody that says this isn't happening will say, well, you're mixing it up with a different translation, right? right? So all these people, here's an interesting one, like uh, one that changed recently, uh, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. It doesn't say that anymore. It said the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. It doesn't say giveth and taketh in any version now, yet it was in the KJV. So when all these people, you know, a lot of them are KJV exclusive people too, because there's a lot of those people. Yeah. And that's telling you the Bible was it was the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Then I can do further research upon that, see hundreds of years of residue in newspaper archives and everything. But the thing is that quoting it and, and the way that they're quoting it is such an exact phrase. Like it doesn't say that in any of the other ones either. So people can't say, oh, well, you just remembered it because you got it from the NKJV or you got it from the NIV. Well, it's not like that in those either. And why yeah. would I why would I talk like that? You know what I mean? If I didn't have to, why would I? <laughs> I don't use F, taketh, giveth. I don't talk like that, you know? So let me give you a universal one that's also tied into agendas of the world today, because I do believe that. Now we're going to get into a little bigger aspect of the Mandela. We could sit here and talk about the Monopoly man and all that. That's all good. I mean, I've known people that have waken up to the smallest of media changes or brand changes that you might think are the most insignificant thing. But for them, they know. And that started their journey. Just even the spelling change on a product. Right. Mm -hmm. Some of the stuff is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that the Mandela effect in many cases points out deceptions in this reality. And it, it points out agendas that are happening in this reality, okay? So there are a ton of Mandela effects that are tied into what happens over the last two years, the, the Rona, right? right. Mm-hmm. The, the Rona. Rona. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll start with the Bible one, and I know we'll talk about the Bible a little bit. Don't let me forget the other COVID-related okay. Mandela effects. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this one is a huge one. We're going to talk about biblical. Uh, you uh, you might not be, like you said, you don't have the knowledge. You might be familiar with the verse, though. 
there's a famous verse in the Bible in the Bible. It's Matthew 18, 20. And for anybody that's listening later, I'll give them a second to think. Matthew 18, 20, fill in the blank. When two or okay, this is huge. So what this was was when two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. Okay. Okay. Talking about the presence of God will be there when there's two or more people, right? That changed several months before COVID. And it changed to where two or three are gathered in my name. There I will be in the midst. Meaning two or three. And then what? God's not going to be there? Limited gathering. And then what did we see? Just months later, they started limiting gatherings. Churches were shutting down. All of this. And this is such a huge change. This is universal. There's no translation issue here. You will not find a translation of the Bible in the world where Matthew 18, 20 still says, with two or more are gathered in my name. Even now, in other languages? I wonder. I even have like a languages, even, Portuguese even in the original Bible. Text, I've gone. I've gone all the way back to the original, like the Greek and the Hebrew, all the way back. It's it's changed. Well, all, that's there pretty are major. All these, all these changes I speak of, they go all the way back to the original. When there's a, a change that's not universal, you got to be a little more specific about it because there are different translations and which one we're talking about. If it exactly matches the original text, but these universal ones all match the original text. So. Wow try this i've i've spent a lot of time in the last four years trying to gain the interest of people in these other truth communities to take a look at this kind of moving away from that now but i've done a lot of what i call pointing out that these people are mandela affected it's not to make fun of people right it's to show them and all of us that they're experiencing this as well and these are other smart people that might not think this is real but look at what's happening to them you don't even know how many people I put in my videos quoting Matthew 18, 20. They'd be like, Jesus said, but two or more are gathered in my name. There I am in the midst. Two or more, two or more, two or more. Every freaking YouTube channel saying it, dude, over and over and over again. Big religious channels that do a daily prayer with millions of followers. They start every video with two or more are gathered in my name. If they open up their Bible, it says two or three now. And it changed just when they started limiting gatherings for COVID. Wow. And then other changes. Isn't that wild? That how did you wild. how did you track how do you track those like when they happen? Yeah, yeah. How do you, how do you come about? Because if so, you weren't big into the Bible, was it somebody yeah. else kind of caught you onto it? Or well, I certainly didn't discover it. You know, right. it got brought into my radar, and then I probably you know saw that, and then COVID happened, and I'm making the correlations. Yeah, yeah. And right. I did a video. I did a I did a video just a few months into COVID, and I said, it's the title of the video, and it's not a long video. It's not even twenty minutes. Uh, it says, "Is the." Uh, Mandela effect changing scripture to push the Corona style. And you can see why the title of that was what I just told cool. you to try and make you think that biblically it's cool that we limit your gatherings. Like that's just what it's telling you. Right. <laughs> and so it's like, we're wow, following that, the Bible. That, <laughs> that's pretty dangerous. So when, when can I tell us something happened? There are ways to kind of track it. First of all, the way that this reality works, there are aspects of it that you're in your own individual reality to a big extent, I think. Right. We don't always, even if me and you see a majority of the, you know, a whole bunch of Mandela effects, we're going to agree on most of them, not all of them, but what, and we're going to see them almost at around the same time, but not always. So I can never say, hey, this is how you find the exact date, but there are ways. I'll give you a couple of examples. One would be, like Google Trends and the way you track once all of a sudden people are asking the question, hey, why is this, you know, look like this now? And nobody's ever asked that for 20 years of that thing being in existence. Now, all of a sudden in 2017, 2018, people are asking all these weird ass questions like, 
you know, because this huge historical events in our timeline, which we'll get into, that okay. were never part of our reality, all of a sudden, nobody's asking about these things for 100 years. Then in 2017, 2018, all these questions are coming up about all these attacks on U.S. soil from the Germans and all this stuff that had never happened before. So there are ways to track it. Another way, like, for instance, are you familiar with the company Procter & Gamble? Yeah. Yeah. How, how would you spell Procter? P-R-O-C-T-E-R. Okay. Well, for me and many others, it was O-R. That's what I thought. O-R. I thought. Well, I mean, O-R. I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure I've ever seen it. I'm just, I'm just, that's yeah. how I would, I think, because I think of Procter when you proctor an exam. Isn't that how you yeah. spell Procter? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying I that, so. that, that, that way, I know though, what it looks like. No, no. Either way, but you'd be correct by this reality anyways. Right. <laughs> so do you think no, if, if you're saying... The so with the, residue, with the residue for that, right? If you go back, this is how you can nail it down a little bit. If you go back, I have patents from the U.S. Patent Office that show all different Procter & Gamble patents. And any of them that were filed before 2014, I have upload scans of these. They're all spelled with an O-R. And anything after 2014 is an ER. came out with an ER. <laughs> so it looks like the change for that happened around 2014, 2015. So there's all these little things that can make you, you know, kind of give you a clue into when things change. And there's other different strategies like that once you do the research. And you, you, you can kind of see. Um, but there's no way to definitively. Hey, no, but, uh, but let me ask a question because I'm sure maybe a lot of people might be might be asking it. Um, has there ever been one that you've been turned on to that, you know, after you really looked into it, you were like, no, that's not right. You know what I mean? That, that, that you know, you yeah. fil- filter through. It's like, no, that one looks like somebody's just kind of trying to invent that. Yeah. Well, I, I think there's a whole channel more than one channel but there's channels that are putting out fake mandela effects on ah uh, okay because because that was because that was what i was going to ask is is there a you know like we've been fighting the the battle with this podcast a lot of the early content was about the vaccines and the and and the and the rona and all that and and uh, you know obviously there's a big pushback in the media um but i don't necessarily hear about pushback on things like this is there a oh. bi- is there a big pushback uh, Oh, oh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, it's very clever how they do it. Okay. okay? So the, the, the pushback that they give you on um, something like the Rona, we know what the pushback is. We're all kooks and we, we should go out and just jab each other up. And right. Like, <laughs> and if, you, if you don't, you don't trust science, go suffocate your kids out in broad daylight. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, goodness. Um, no, the way that they do this is, so they don't like, Rona is something they rolled out, okay? They they planned it, they rolled it out, right? So they have everything timed the way they want with their information, disinformation, gatekeeping, everything. It's like that for certain things. But then certain things are like an awakening, like the Mandela effect. Now, they had a good gauge of when people started to really start to awaken to this. I think they were ahead of it a little bit, but they have to address it in different ways because they're not just creating it. Like, they're not just creating it like they created the Rona style, right? They, they're trying to gatekeep it in a way like to try and control people from not going too deep into it so here's a perfect example we talked about residue the parodies of the songs the patents from procter and gamble that's pretty significant stuff you know what i mean yeah. i have stuff from the u.s trademark office that proves mandela effects like and, and you know hundreds of years of newspaper residue like it's all uploaded online that you can all go see you know things exactly the way that they used to be all the I, i'll show you some physical residue i have in my house it's fantastic in a minute <laughs> um so we have all of this right 
But anytime this is addressed, now this is addressed all the time in the media now, this articles and everything. They have to because everybody's freaking talking about it on YouTube and everywhere else, right? Mm -hmm. And that's bleeding over to the normies and everywhere else. They're hearing about these things. So they have to address it. It's not in a good light, dude. So they make it look like they're addressing it. But you'll notice, like we just touched on the Bible. We'll talk more. We're definitely going to get into history and anatomy mm -hmm. and geography. Mm -hmm. They don't talk about any of that shit. Okay, they just leave you thinking it's about the Monopoly Man and Curious George and the Berenstein Bears, Nelson Mandela, and, and all this. And they keep you there, literally, like, and, and people could say, well, Brian, maybe, you know, you don't think the same Mandela effects are. No, they leave you in that box because they don't even tell you about the physical evidence. Any of the evidence that we just talked about, right. from the patents, the newspapers, to the parodies, they don't even tell you that we have that. They just leave it out there to make you think it's this memory thing. And, you know, and I've seen a lot of people recently saying, oh, science says the Mandela effect is real. No, they're not. Not in any of them. If you actually read the freaking articles instead of the headlines, they're telling you they might use the words. Yeah, we're, we're saying it's real. But their definition of real is a phenomenon where all these people are having a false memory of something that never existed. Right. And they don't tell you anything about the physical evidence. And we also have incremental changes that we observe where something will change, change again, change again. Like the Finker statue is a good example. He used to have a fist to the forehead. Now... Then he had a fist under the chin. Then his hands split. As we're observing this what? over a couple of years. Then his hands like this. Then he changed again. His right elbow is now over here on his left knee. So how can somebody say that's a false memory? Like we're watching something incrementally change as we're already noting it and observing it that it's already changed once. And this is fascinating. We should focus on this. And it keeps changing. I'm no not throwing way. away that experience. People tell me the Mandela effect's a psyop. So even though they come out with a movie called The Mandela Effect, if you watch that movie, they show you three freaking Mandela Effects in the movie. Nothing significant. They don't explain residue or nothing. And they make it all a story about some guy that lost his dead daughter that like came back or something. Like It's got yeah. nothing to do with The Mandela Effect. And then they throw you in these little things. And we all have our different theories. I don't know what's causing it. We can get into theories in a little bit. But my opinion, they, they, they the people that control this place, that run all these physical deceptions, they want to hide God. They want to hide the creator. They want to hide creation. They want to hide the supernatural. But if you discover it, they want you to think it's them. So here you go. It's oh. CERN doing it. It's the D-Wave computers. We're in a simulation. I think that's all part of their psyop. They'd rather not even have to go there. But once you see these glitches in reality, these shifts, whatever you want to call it, Mandela effects, and some of the other things uh, that go along with it, that's why all these high priests of science like Neil deGrasse and Brian Cox and all these people, they tell you you live in the simulation. They're starting to go down that road now because they know people are waking up to this. They want to nudge you that way. Yeah, that is interesting. Also, we are you know, we are seeing that thread a lot lately, the simulation yeah. thread. I mean, just out of out of nowhere, it's just everywhere between Musk and and Tyson and all of them. They're all talking about, yeah, it's possible. We could be doing it right now, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's the best thing. Is that's that, what know, I was thinking. If you can change yeah. variables, I'm thinking, you know, simulation. I'm thinking, you know, programs yeah. and things like that. I have a problem with it. I mean, I know this might be, people might say that's too much of a hang up, Brian. You need to get past it. But I just, the, the human emotions that I have and my experiences, I can't just think that I'm part of the simulation. I don't know. Well, it but always... I mean, what, what what if you are Neo in the, sitting in the, the goo in the thing? You are a human. You're, what if you're just sitting yeah. there well, generating it, electricity? It, 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 here's my take. Though. Like, I just had a really long live stream today with another really open-minded guy like me. And although 
those aren't my favorite ideas. And I see the psyop aspects of it where they'd want to put you down that way. It's all on the table for me right now. And I'm willing to have all these discussions mm -hmm. about all these theories. And I think that they're all fascinating. Mm -hmm. You know, I really do. Mm -hmm. um, I'm more of a, I think it's the creator sending us messages, clues, showing us deceptions in this reality. Um, maybe trying to gradually wake us up to the supernatural aspects of this realm on yeah. the next place that we're going type of thing. Um, a lot of other people would say, well, it's the devil. Only the devil will change the Bible. Well, maybe maybe it's both. Uh, maybe Or maybe God's changing the Bible because he doesn't want you to idolize it. You know, there's yeah. a lot of stuff. Oh, on yeah. You're blowing my mind already. Yes. Thank you, three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you want to talk a few more Bible changes? Yeah, yeah. yeah I really please. like the Bible stuff. Because, uh, I mean, even though I'm not a scholar on the Bible, I do remember those. And I can think of, like you said, like how many times those have been referenced in either uh, Sunday uh, church service or uh, on television programs and things like that. So so this is great. I, I, I definitely want more of that. Cool. Another huge one that affects so many people is the Lord's Prayer. Okay. Now, I'm going to be very specific when I explain this. It's a little different than Matthew 18, 20. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a universal change, mm -hmm. no exceptions, right? Now I'm going to be specific because the Lord's Prayer is all butchered up. It has several changes within the KJV version of it, right? But besides just the KJV, on a universal level, in the Lord's Prayer, where it used to say, forgive us our trespasses and those that trespass against us. Right. Yes, that's how I, I, how I remember it. it. You can't show me it, though, in any Bible in the world. <laughs> no way. No way. What does, what does they them, say? And you know why that one's so important to me? Because I always used to screw it up <laughs> because of the tra the double trespass. You know, trespass, yeah. trespass. I always screwed it up when I said it as a kid. What does it so say? So here's the first thing. First thing people, before I tell you what it says, first thing people say, well, you know, there's all these different versions of the Bible. Okay. We're going to get real specific right now. Okay. So, and they'll also say, well, they'll go and look, and the actual word, the word trespass, it's still in the Bible in a different verse. In fact, right after that, but not used in that context, not the way we just said, okay? But it's supposed to correlate back to it, actually. So, it used to say, forgive us our trespasses and those that trespass against us, right? That's gone from every freaking Bible now. Now, what it says isn't the same in each. Most say debts and debtors instead of trespass and trespasses. Some say sins and sinners. No. And I think there might be a couple of other, you know, less known obscure variations, but the majority, I'm going to say 80% of them, say debts and debtors instead of trespass and trespasses. No. Yet the entire freaking Christian world thinks it's trespass and trespasses. And you want to talk about residue? I mean, people have, my friends, I friends of mine, they've been in the house, plaques on the wall, you know? Yeah. That has the Lord's Prayer the way that it used to be. Yeah. Again, <laughs> universal as far as that aspect of it. Trespass and trespasses is gone from all of them. Now, there's more changes in it in the Lord's Prayer. In the KJV version, we're going to talk about a couple of them. And these two changes are in some of the other versions, but I'm not sure exactly which ones. And so many, I don't want to make mistakes and make claims that aren't true. Right. Okay. okay. But at least, in the, at least in the KJV, where it said, our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name now it says our father which art in heaven no no i know yeah, yeah i'm gonna have to I'm gonna be looking that one up <laughs> what? and later on in it when it says uh on earth it now says in earth 
No. Huh. <laughs> that uh, I I got to I have to look. I got it. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, yeah. If you got a key, the KJV, is that what it is? Just That's, make sure. No, this know. is the KJV. Oh, ESV. Okay, KJV. Okay. Where would the prayers be, though? I don't know where you find them. That's in, uh, one's in math, Matthew and Luke. I don't know exactly. If you Google Lord's Prayer while well, you guys have a computer up there, it'll yeah. tell you what verse. Okay. Well, I'm Lord's Prayer. Okay. Um, I'm right when you open the first, Hey, just so you know, when you open that KJV, the first line of the Bible changed. God created the heavens and the earth. It's now the heaven and the earth, singular. So this is like just changes all all throughout that thing. That is nutty. You know the the one thing. You know one? Yeah, what's yeah. another one? Uh, another one that's universal. That's big. My people perish for lack of knowledge. It's Hosea four six. Everybody knows that. People quote it all the time. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. It now says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Oh. No way. And to be specific, that one is that one is changed in all of them. None of them say perished. Most say destroyed, just like I told you with debts and debtors. There are a couple of other words that he used in some of them. None of them say perished or perished anymore in Hosea 4 6. And wasn't the um I heard you talking one time, I think, about the wolf. Oh, dude, that's the biggest one. That's people. the biggest one. <laughs> yeah. But I what is it? Because I don't I don't again, I don't know the, the Bible really well, so so Isaiah eleven six, they used to say, the lion will live with the lamb, the lion will lie down with the lamb. Uh, depends what version you have. Now it says the wolf will dwell with the lamb. So the wolf has replaced the lion and it's dwelling with it. Um, and that's just ridiculously huge. For I'm so going to have people. to look that up. You, <laughs> the amount of residue on that one, dude, like if you go and look like uh, for lion and lamb, I mean, every pastor or preacher you could ever imagine has said it. And I don't just mean televangelists that might be trying to deceive you with some sort of desire. People we know have gone and filmed their local pastors and preachers. And again, I've I've done this. I've gone and filmed people preaching their Bible on the street. And I've asked them. They're all on video. And I've asked them. Isaiah eleven six. They all told me the lion. Nobody said the wolf. I asked them oh. Matthew 18. They all told me two or more gathered. I got them all to open their Bible. I got another guy to open his Bible on the street with Hosea 4, 6. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. His Their Bibles all matched what I said they were going to say. I do this over and over to people. The success rate—it's like hundred percent. And and were yeah. they were they mad at you? It's a mixture. Like one guys, they weren't mad. They like, but they were just kind of wishy-washy. After I just had them all three of them ask them separately, had them open their Bible. It said two or three when they all thought it was two or more. Oh, that's kind of interesting. And I think they were still trying to say or thinking they were going to go home and find it to be a translation. Right. Issue. Right. But again, anybody that's listening to this, I'm being specific on each one here because they're not all the same. Matthew 18, 20, with two or more gathered, is gone from every Bible. It has nothing to do with different translations. You're not going to find it anywhere. Not going to find it anywhere. You're not going to find the lion and the lamb anywhere. It's going to say the wolf in all the versions. Man. Same thing with my people perish for a lack of knowledge. So now, so now if you had something like a like a residue piece that had been say um actually not even a residue piece but if you had something that uh could qualify as a residue piece and then somebody had photographed it you haven't seen any of that change or anything like the pho photograph yeah. oh, of it. Oh. are we gonna be able to screen share that yeah yeah we're, we're screen i can i can you uh, have to give them oh dude i'm gonna i got a great example for you about that because to make uh, first i'll give you the short answer then i'll give you the presentation about that 
Yeah, let so, me see here. Let me, yeah. So what what happens is, let's say uh, th there's something that's Mandela affected in this reality. It's changed all the way back. Again, when these changes happen, I should specify again for people if you're not understanding, like, because I didn't, you know, when it changes, it's not just changed in that instant. It's changed backwards all the way to its origin point. Right. With all of these, like, all the way back to its origin point. If you take a photograph of something that's changed, say it's behind you in the photograph, and now in this reality, that object is different from a Mandela effect your photograph will change to reflect that new change. In reality. <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to show you proof of it right now. All right. Let's see. You should so you take should. a screen share. Uh, it says you disabled it. Oh, well, let me see if make I can. Uh, well, I, it doesn't say, it says make host is all it says. Uh -huh. There's no co-host button. Um, can you request there should be a settings thing? Yeah. No, you go, if you go into uh, a settings menu, if you know how to get there, just right. click any vid like so go near your camera you see the arrow next to your camera stop video oh yeah okay click the arrow click video settings and right. then um i don't know exactly where i'm looking here recording it, it, here it, here's recording uh share screen there's a share screen oh yeah uh, there is there is menu. side by side share all windows automatically share share options it doesn't say allowing anyone else. That's so weird that we had that problem because we've yeah. given we've given other people uh, control. The way that I've done this particular one. Yeah. Although I didn't really do anything different. Okay. Just give him control then again, and then he just has to hit record. Try it again if we. Try okay. it again if we. Again. All right, hang on. Let's see what happens. Yes. Recording stopped. Yes, yeah, it did. Yeah. So here I'll hit it. Can you hit? Can you hit it again though? While I'm still in uh, this mode. Yeah, it says, it says it's ask. Host has to give you permission. So I don't know if uh, maybe that's for you now. If you go into screen recording, and and that is so weird. Yeah, so, yeah, so just uh, hit record for us and we can keep going. Then I guess you can stop the recording when we're done. Well, no, but it's going to, only going to be on his I'll, computer, though. Yeah, it's fine. He uh, can how about that? Me. Hold oh, on. You... No, now it bounced me back off. That's so crazy. Yeah, that is weird. Wow. See, it's the uh, it's the, the, the architect. He's uh, making it so we can't share that. <laughs> There's no other setting there that you can look at? Uh, let me see. It's gotta be here. Let's see if you say video settings, and you say share screen. You already looked at that. Let's see here, full screen, minimize, maintain, enable the remote control of all applications, side by side mode, share all windows from an application, automatically share desktop, show all sharing options. Maybe this is a Mandela effect. <laughs> It's changed. It's weird. Yeah. That is weird. I've never seen it say make host either. It always said make co-host. I agree mm -hmm. with you. Yeah. That, that is weird. Well, it's okay. You can walk us through. Most people listen to us rather than watch us anyway. So No, it is better to share. So he can send us, I guess, the video. We'll have... 
Won't we both get it if he starts recording it? No, we won't. He'll get it on his. Because these, I mean, if you don't share these, it's just kind of hard to grasp. You got to have the visual. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know how to make it work. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah I, just... I, I can make it work. I, okay. can, I can make it work if you want to edit it together later. Like, I can run yeah. a screen record right now for the remainder of the interview through OBS. Yeah, we could I do can that. Send you, file, send you the video file after, and then if you decide, yeah. You know where you want to cut it. You can just cut. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Well, any any segments that we end up presenting, you can just go in and cut it and, and put it in if you want. That'll Perfect. work. Thank you so, so weird, much. Though. I can't believe I can't believe that they're gonna make you do that though. That's, yeah, that's we weird. never had that issue before, so it's a a new thing. I need to research after we're done what happened there. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Okay. So, all right. <clears throat> me i just gotta let my um software open up okay okay um so you are recording right now right no no i'm not doing i'm only recording the audio now on the podcast yeah that's so. what i mean yeah you're, yeah yeah you're recording the audio mm -hmm. cool. okay just give me a second and i couldn't even find the matthew thing here in my let me see it. Maybe you just don't know how to... It's just, it says St. Matthew, and then you go in there, and it was 551, I think. Oh, the page. I think they gave me a defective Bible when I bought it, because sometimes you just can't find what's All in the right. menu. Oh, I, am, I am ready whenever you are. All right. All right, go ahead. All right, so we are recording now all right so you had just asked me about photographs if photographs uh change basically to make it a yeah. long story yes uh if you photograph an object and then that object has a change to it your photograph will also change to match uh reality what current reality is so there's certainly different levels of intelligence here and the way that the technology could just tie into the reality like that is kind of fascinating. I'm going to give you guys some really good examples right here. Mm -hmm. You can see my screen, right? Not yet. Not yet. Oh. Do, are you? Did you hit share on Zoom? It's not letting me. It says you disabled it. Um, what? Oh, here, oh you it. won't be able to. You're not going to be able to see it, right? Well, if I make you host, then I will. Right? Ah, is, all right. So let me see. If I make you host, like right now, let's see. Yeah, then you can share. But then you're gonna lose your recording, right? No, no, I'm not. I'm only recording audio, so I've yeah, got you that. You are gonna record, board. right? Yeah, so we're good. Okay, so I just got to do the video, but you are backing it up with audio. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. All right. All right. Sorry, I'm trying to help you guys out. No, you're good. You're good. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. Now, are you recording? All right, so yeah. I am recording on my end, cool. so okay, I will definitely cool. give you guys this, uh, you know, this visual presentation awesome. here. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, it's perfect. You guys could just mute this video and upload it with your audio overlaid over the back of it. It probably works seamlessly like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, so this is a piece of residue. This is, uh, let me wait for it to load up, Arnold Schwarzenegger, okay? Okay. All right. So what he's doing right here is the thinker pose. It's based on the statue of the thinker by Rodin. Okay. That's what we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. Now he is doing it the way it used to be. So we would call this residue. He's got his fist to his forehead. Mm -hmm. He's got his right elbow to his right knee. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's how I remember the thinker pose 
as do millions of other people. And some really interesting stuff I'm going to show you in a moment. Now, this photograph is representing what has become a famous bodybuilder pose now that they call the thinker based off the thinker pose. And they get out there and they do this to flex as part of their bodybuilding competition. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. So that's a big piece of residue. Now I'm going to show you a few interesting things. So you asked about the picture. If you take a picture of something in the background, uh, <clears throat> what will that change? So check this out. This woman right here, right? Look at the look at the thinker. Okay, okay here's the statue. Mm -hmm. Now all the all the, the the original and all of the the other replicas, the major replicas around the world, and all that, they've all changed. Okay, so now if you look, it's not the way Arnold was, right? You see right. the fist is chin mm -hmm. it's under chin now okay right but look at the woman who traveled to the statue she's posing in front of the statue with her hand <laughs> she's doing it wrong <laughs> she's right next to it how, how can she do you... it wrong <laughs> how could you go there and just get in front of the statue iconic statue like that and pose the completely I wrong know, way I know. same way the same way the Mandela effect people remember it. Yeah. Now, again, it's not just the Mandela effect people that remember it that way. We're just the ones that are aware of something's going on with this reality. In, in actuality, I'm not saying everybody, but the majority on all these major Mandela effects, the majority of people, if you would ask them, or oh, look at their actions like this, she obviously, it's, it's even deeper than that, though. It's not just her remembering it this way. I mean, she's in front of the statue. Mm -hmm. So my take, my take would be when she went there, the statue hadn't changed yet. Mm -hmm. And then after the fact, when the statue changed, her photograph has changed. And we've right. seen many instances. I'm going to show you a couple more examples right here to do with this statue. So are we supposed to believe that this just happened again? Look at Oh, my God. Under the chin. <laughs> Look at the guy posing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It's like you're right next to it, dude. Do it right. <laughs> <laughs> that is nutty. And then on top of it, check this out. How how is this? Now you have like a whole school field trip around Holy a statue moly. with its hand under its chin. Yeah, it's I nowhere, it's nowhere, nowhere, nowhere near the forehead. And look how they're all posing. Why oh. why why hasn't this photographer said hey? You're all doing it wrong, kids. And why would they all be doing it wrong? I know. Because, because we're not crazy. Something's happening in this reality. We're trying to mock the Mandela reality. Effect community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, that'd be all kinds They're of like, hey, guys, this is a great way to, to, to get uh, the Mandela yeah. Effect community's goat here, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that wild? That so, is yeah. wild. wild. <laughs> There's other instances of that happening, um, you know, with pe things photographed in the background and those things have changed. Uh, the house of avocado yeah. is one that always like, I'm like, what? what was, which one was that? I am, I'm so glad you brought it up because <laughs> I have something to show you. But go ahead. Explain why that's. Well, because to me, it used to be where I think we I even have a friend that her last name is Haas and I think it's H.A. Oh, yes. the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. remember going to the store and, you know, looking at the avocado there that I wanted to buy the house avocado because my, my kid ate a lot of avocados. 
And I always mm-hmm. thought it was weird. Why does he have two A's? And then for you to say that it doesn't have two A's, I was like, what? Yeah, no, we're going to be able to tie that story in with a lot of things right now. Okay. Okay, because we're going to go from house avocados. We're going to get into unchanged original residue. Again, when people say we have no evidence, I'm going to show you some serious evidence. And it has to do with Haas. Okay. And then we're going to correlate this to We're going to tie this all into Germany. So when the Mandela effect happens, right, official versions of something will be changed, like the Mr. Rogers song, like any official recording of Ed McMahon and a publisher's clearinghouse commercial will change. Parodies will remain, and there's so many of people imitating Ed McMahon. Right. Clearinghouse. Like, all that stuff remains. It's just the official thing that changes. So a, style, a line in Star Wars changes. It'll change in any official release of the movie, but it might be there as residue in a cartoon, a video game, a comic book, right? That's mm-hmm. usually where we find a lot of a lot of the residue, right? Mm-hmm. Now, in, in, a few, in a few instances, we get pieces of original, unchanged residue. Like, for instance, the Volkswagen. We're going to get to Haas. I'm going to start with Volkswagen, though. Okay. Volkswagen's a huge one that a lot of people know because the V and the W used to be this smooth, merged V and W inside of a circle. Now it's broken. There's, there is a break now. There's a split between the V and the W. This goes all the way back in history, though. It doesn't matter how old your Volkswagen is. Mm-hmm. But there's been a few exceptions so we're told that we're crazy, right? First, we're told right. we're crazy, and Volkswagen's always had a break in it, and there is no Mandela effect, right? Mm-hmm. And then it just so happens that my friend has three hubcaps that haven't changed yet on his Volkswagen, and they still represent the original emblem, which the Mandela effect people know it was, that we're told we're crazy for saying that it used to be. Still on his van, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. one of the few exceptions. <laughs> There's a few exceptions where you'll see that, not very often at all. You'll have something unchanged. Like, for instance, we've never found an unchanged Bible. We've never found an unchanged copy of any movie that's had a change in it. Like, there's never been any of those found that I can, you know what I mean? That's never right. happened. For some reason, for some reason, with the Volkswagen emblem. Then, we have this. The Haas. Oh, there it is. That's how I remember. Yeah. This now, there's an interesting story behind this bag right here. Let me shut my virtual camera off so people can see it better. Okay. Uh, see, so this right here, in this reality, for no anybody that isn't following along to what you said a minute ago, uh-huh. Haas avocados. This doesn't exist. And if you ask anybody, they know that it was Haas. H A A S. Now it's always been Haas. H-A-S-S, which by the way, people would have certainly stood out because it's named after Rudolf Haas. His name is Haas now, and he's a German. And in German, Haas means hate. So the name of it changed to hate in German. Because <laughs> now, this says H-A-A-S. So the interesting story behind this. I'm on a website, Kroger's. It's a grocery store, right? There's all different chains. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We know Kroger. Kroger's, Kroger's is one that I've become familiar with as of recently. Um, so Kroger's, I'm, I'm, I see on their site, I see an image of this bag, right? Now we have, you know, it, it was it already stood out to me where, okay, that's just an image, but like I told you, photographs change. So there should be no reason for this, even the image of this, to exist online. Right. Unless it was Photoshop. Unless it was a Photoshop that somebody brought up to try and show, hey, this is what we remember, which people do do that. And I just ask when people do that, please let people know you're making a fake. You know what I mean? Right. Like, mm-hmm. please. 
Um, so this was on a legit grocery store's website, though. So I tried to order it. Then it told me, it gave me all these issues, like you can't deliver to your area, which I kind of understood because <laughs> now I'm in the world type area and all this. And then the next time I tried to order it, it literally said, sorry, this product doesn't exist. And it redirected me. And it redirected me to the same thing, but with the new spelling, right? <laughs> so I did a video. I did a video when I told people this, right? <laughs> and then people went. People went and helped me investigate this. And they went. Two people went to the store, and one person came back, and they had this. And the other person came back, and they had the other spelling. No. <laughs> Yeah. So like there's still some of these out there that haven't changed yet. But like why do these even exist? If the Mandela effect people are stupid and that's your argument, or it's a psyop and it's always been or hassed, or the printing company misspelled a version of it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, but it gets deeper than that. There's more investigation. Okay, yet. okay. Right. So this is this is this is I consider this pretty significant proof that we're not crazy, that it was Haas. Right. Besides the fact that we all, this, what this really is about to me is like a lot of it's about trusting in yourself. Yeah. 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 They want you to get away from that, not trust your senses and your memory and what you've always experienced just because the way you're told reality works or what something's always been. No, no, that's not the proper lesson. Yeah. But anyways, right now, right now, if you go to Walmart or you go to uh, Kroger's, You'll go up to the avocado stand. Mm -hmm. If you see any Haas avocados, they'll have a sticker that say Haas, right. H-A-S-S on them. Yep. Uh, any pre any pre print displays, official displays will say H-A-S-S. -S. Mm -hmm. Some smaller grocers, like say a Trader Joe's, right? People might handwrite something with chalk. Right. Uh -huh. You'll see a lot of people spell it. You'll see a lot of people H-A-A-S. But here's the kicker: if you actually purchase the Haas avocados at Walmart, H-A-A-S. The POS system has not taken the update yet. Their computers will still ring it up this way. So the receipts say that? You can get a receipt for it. And I've shown this on video. Again, more evidence that we're not fucking crazy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Do you think the change happens as soon as somebody tells you about it? Oh, wait. <laughs> it changed because then I noticed I, after you said I was like, oh, I went to the store and yeah, sure sometimes enough, I do. Sometimes I do think that until it's not brought into your awareness, you won't realize it at all. Right. Um, there's a there's a pepper, yeah. a pepper that I thought that same thing. It just dawned on me. I can't remember the name of it now, though. It's a poblano. No, no, it's it's not a type. It's a it's a region, a regional pepper. It's gonna make me mad now. Turmeric. No, no, no. But it's like it's got a name like Hass. It's uh. Um, oh, okay. It's in California. It's I still seasonal. say hot. Anyway, but I mean, I, I I remember seeing it's like, oh, they started spelling it differently. That's weird. You, know? <laughs> you don't trust yeah. yourself. So, the, the, the really interesting thing, though, too, is now like that's a German change. And there's like this whole German thing that people, again, they don't talk about this in the articles online or anything. Mm -hmm. My biggest Mandela effect is a historical change. It's an insertion into this timeline of a massive scale, dude. So if I were to ask you, and if you don't know the, what the answer is, it's fine. But if I were to ask you what the first major foreign attack on U.S. soil was, what would you say? The first major attack on U.S. soil would be 
Is it Pearl Harbor? Well, no, it'd be, it, well, yeah, I guess we weren't, US, it wouldn't be the revolutionary work because that wasn't U.S. soil, so it'd be Pearl Harbor, right? That's what I would yeah. think. That that would have been my answer 100 That was the beginning uh, of World War II. That's how America got, you know, tied up with the whole... Got suckered in. Got suckered <laughs> in. <laughs> and I heard all this through school, as you guys probably did, and like I said, I focused on 9-11 for the start, first few years of my journey, even though I got into other things fast. Spent a lot. I of mean, time it was there. a movie, you know, Pearl Harbor with the what's the name of that guy? Ben. Well, Pearl Harbor had with that happened. No, I know it happened, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it. they made a I'm movie. Yeah. Why didn't I'm they make a movie about either. the other one? Is there any movies about yeah, so, what? <laughs> Tell us. Well, no, actually. So in this reality now, there's another attack. There's actually more than one, but we'll start with one. Okay. 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 That that predates Pearl Harbor, where two in 1916. So we're talking about over a hundred years ago. Two German spies snuck in through New Jersey, and they blew up a munitions depot on a small island in the harbor where the Statue of Liberty is and everything. Okay, and they blew off a million pounds of TNT. A million, killed five people, injured 120, blew out all the windows in Lower Manhattan, and damaged the Statue of Liberty so bad. That nobody's ever been to the torch yet nobody i've ever told this story to and it's not just a story i made up nobody i've ever told this story to has ever heard of it ever every researcher you could imagine every conspiracy researcher false flag researcher historian nobody it's called black tom that's my biggest mandela effect now a lot of people say crazy shit like they just swept it under the rug. You can't sweep a million pounds of TNT blowing up in New York under the fucking rug, first of all. Right. Second of all, whatever your take is on 9-11 or any of these things, like from the media, from the truth community, from school, like we would have heard about this, especially when 9-11 happened. They would have talked about the time the Statue of Liberty got damaged from a bombing, right? They would have, mm -hmm. I mean, absolutely, over and over. Mm -hmm. nobody's ever heard of it yeah i mean well, well, well because that's my my question that's interesting so we're saying that this happened are they so are, are they now teaching this now in school in school I, or? I no i don't think that, i don't think they're teaching it yet in school i wouldn't doubt if it makes it into the curriculum soon mm -hmm. um so this so this goes a hundred years without anybody knowing anything of it all of a sudden they're doing videos on why you've never known about this in 2017. These videos are so suspicious. I mean, oh. I've covered it on my show. And so they want to make you believe like they swept this under the rug. Here's, here's the part, though, that's the real kicker. That's like, you know, that I think is, is the real massive part that I know that it's a Mandela effect. Mm -hmm. Because because of this explosion, the torch of the Statue of Liberty allegedly got damaged so bad that after that point, 1916, Nobody's ever been to the torch still mm -hmm. to this day, but I've spoken to many people that have been to the torch, dude. And the, the, the reality that I was in was the torch did get closed for maintenance in 1986. Okay. And it was down for a few years. I'm sure they closed it around 9-11 again, around other events or whatever. But there were people that have been in that torch in the last century. I've spoken to several of them, but now in this reality, nobody's ever been to the torch and anybody that's ever had any pictures of it, there, dude, it's so crazy. Do you, where, where is the Statue of Liberty located? If I asked you, what island? Staten Island. Well, it's not. No, it's not Ellis Island because Ellis Island is where the. Because remember, we went and it, that was a secondary island. They take you to second on the tour because that's where all the people got off. They go by the Statue of Liberty. They get off on Ellis Island. They get offboarded. But I don't remember the name of 
of the island specifically? It's on, it, well, it's on Liberty. It's on Liberty Island. Liberty Island. Okay. Okay. Oh, I thought it's, it was. It, it, it's trick. I thought it was on Ellis Island as well, and so do a lot of people. And in fact, the, there's people that remember taking pictures on Ellis Island with the statue behind him, and now there's just this weird, huge circle in the ground behind. No them. way. But, <laughs> they well, I mean, they're yeah. they're Did right. They ne- cut and paste. But I mean, the island, the if I remember correctly, when we went, they're right next they to each close. other. Yeah, yeah. They, and there are photos where there are photos where it's hard to tell like what's in the background and, and what's not. Absolutely. But as far as back to the torch, like 100%, I know people that have been to the torch and spoken to them. Um, and in fact, another guy just sent an email in just a couple nights ago. He sent it to another host who forwarded it over to me. And he had a whole story about the Statue of Liberty and him him doing something to do with work and being up near the crown and remembering that they had a wooden plank over the stairway to go up to the torch because it was closed for maintenance, not because it's been closed for 100 years at that point mm-hmm. or 90 years or whatever it was. Right, right. So that, that whole thing is wild to me. And also, you know, there's a lot of like cosmetic changes and stuff to the statue too. And if you look at the statue now, she has a 24 karat gold flame. How long do you remember that flame being 24 karat gold? Yeah, I, re- I know. I, I remember seeing that one and I was like, well, that was weird. I thought that was all the same, the color. same color. Yeah. It was all green. I mean, that's just tar- exactly. tarnish. Yeah. And that, well, that's that's my memory. It was all green like the rest of it. Yeah. And then I started seeing that all gold one three or four years ago. But if you go back and you look at the history now, that all gold one was put in in the 1986 renovation, which means it's been there almost our whole life. 24 karat gold. I know. Hey, dude. No way, dude. That's not what I remember. So that's a big... Well, we have pictures. We can go back and look at those pictures. But they change everything. Well, I know, but I'm just saying we can just see because we don't remember it, right? So we can at least confirm that. Even in the movies, I mean, how many times they show the Statue of Liberty movies? Yeah, because you think you'd remember that, because that'd be the only place of color on the whole damn yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. It's, it sticks you know? out. Yeah, it sticks out so bad to me. We I actually have a miniature of the Statue of Liberty where we live. We should check that. out. I think it's all green. Oh I yeah, think it's should, all green too. But but check. but on the question with Black Tom, um, is that something when that happened? I mean, that seems like a big deal. Uh, did that not yeah. did that not initiate anything politically? Yeah, sure. Oh, well, you know, it's really interesting because now I, I, I would speculate. You know, I, I, I come from the aspect, the viewpoint that this whole world is a stage. It's all under one control system. Is there in, inter-country rivalries and all that? I would say not too much, maybe kind of on the business end a little bit, but I don't really think they're all out, well, you know, really invading right. each other in the that they say. But, but, you know, I will say that, like, it seems that the narrative of this reality is is starting to show that Germany actually won the war. And I'll what? give you some more examples because <laughs> after Black Tom, after Black Tom, now there's another event. There's more than one. Now there's another one where, how about this dude? 5,000 Americans died. How do you not know about the 5,000 Americans that died in 1941 off the coast of North Carolina or 1942? Wait, 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 wait. North Carolina? Now the war, now they're saying this whole thing's changed. Now the major parts of the war were fought in the Northeast off the, in the Atlantic Ocean. That's what the majority of this saying the war was fought now. And now in this reality, 5,000 Americans died 
because eight German U-boats, eight, sunk 500 of our merchant marine ships, and we lost 5,000 people in this thing that they call Torpedo Alley. And I've asked, just like with Black Tom, I've asked everybody. That's my cra the crazy part is when I ask them and they never heard of it, and then there's no curiosity. Like, you've never heard of it. You're really curious about it, right? Now in this reality, and, and, and that's that's the facts, 5,000. And, and we lost all these ships off the coast, right? And the crazier part is for people that want to say, well, Brian, you say they fabricate these things. And how do you know they didn't just make up the story now? Right, right. I've shown a video footage of the wreckage from scuba divers on my channel on the video I made on it. There's actually wreckage down there to represent that this actually happened. And then on top of it, there's all these connections. So this is a German thing, right? Then, as you probably know, Shazam is the well, a well-known Mandela effect. It's a movie with Sinbad that's now never existed in this reality. It's one of the wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm a big Sinbad fan. Shazam never <laughs> existed? Dude, you it didn't never know existed. Dude, it's never existed. It's one of the few things that's actually disappeared from this reality completely. Hasn't changed into anything else. It's completely gone. The movie Shazam with Sinbad has never existed in this reality. And if you think otherwise, you're just a coup player. I mean, I was just talking to somebody the other day. I was like, I seem like Sinbad just disappeared. You know what I mean? Like they tried to get rid of him because he was like everywhere back in the day. And then he just, he was gone. He was this famous comedian. Oh. And, uh, but now, now you're like Shazam. Because I remember when they came out with you know shazam the 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 dc movie i was like oh, okay i want can they get the rights to that you know there's there already exists a shazam and now you're saying it never existed never existed and and never existed so if we go to sinbad's uh filmography there will not be a movie called shazam in it not only will there not be a movie called Shazam, if you do a little more digging into it, which will take you just minutes, and you look at the interviews that Sinbad's done when asked about Shazam, this guy's completely like an agent trying to help cover this up. Like, it's really <laughs> cringy, dude. Yeah, you're going to have different thoughts about Shazam. In fact, <laughs> not only that, I, we talked about disinformation earlier. They tried to troll us in 2018, and they put out this well-produced, like, two-minute video trying to fake the footage of Shazam that's now never existed in this reality. And he was in it, but he's like a 50 year old man now dressed up in a freaking genie suit. <laughs> and not only that, not only do they try to portray that as like a real clip in that clip, they planted a bunch of fake Mandela effect evidence all around there. So like we would run with that and say, look, we found Shazam. Here's all this evidence of the Mandela effect. And they came out after and said it was a hoax dude. Wow. Okay. So, you know, you've gone over all this stuff today. Do you know the thing that just made the biggest impact was hearing that Shazam was never a movie? <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know that one. Oh I didn't know that one. No, we don't know all think, of them. Well, because well, I'm going to tell you, the only thing that ever comes to mind when I think of Sinbad is that stupid outfit from Shazam. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, why would he ever agree to do that movie? You know what I mean? It's such a bad, it was such a bad idea. And, and can uh, we, can we then just talk about you? We keep talking about this reality. Can we just talk about the different realities? I guess because there's some people that remember it yeah. one way yeah. and other people remember a different way. I mean, are we forking? I mean, how do you explain? What is your theory, I guess, or or hunch on well, my, what that is? My my 
my theory is it's one reality that's in flux and i'll give you the few reasons why right I'll, I'll tell you why i'll start off with telling you why not why i don't think we're in going from multiple realities or multiple universes or multiple timelines because it kind of all fits into the same idea of why i don't think that okay we don't see all the exact same changes so if the reason we're seeing all these mandela effects is because we came from one place and went to another why don't we see all the exact same changes? Mm -hmm. We don't. We'll see most of the same ones, but there will be a few big ones that we will see differently on. Now, on top of that, we talked about, we also have seen things incrementally change in front of us, where there's been several different versions of it. And then the big, the big hang up for me on, on one of them with multiple realities or even time travel or some of these other ideas. Right. It's like, why would, why would we have all this physical evidence here in this reality if it's never been that here and it was that way somewhere else and that's why we remember it? Well, why? how did we bring all this shit with us? Right. Because right. there's, there's evidence everywhere that it was once this way in this reality and now it's another way. Okay. So in my opinion, in my opinion, it's one reality that's in flux. Now, how could we see the, some of the changes at different times? Well, maybe the way in which we perceive reality and whichever way the certain frequency hit us, we're kind of vibing on the same thing, same level. So it hits us at around the same time, but not always. You know, I I don't really know. That's kind of where I where I lean with that. But for me, yeah, I don't think we're in multiple realities or jumping from different timelines or time travel or came. Now we could have came in a big shift. There could have been a big shift mm -hmm. from one place to another. But after that, there's still incremental things happening here and more changes happening right here that didn't all happen at once. So it could be that too. I, it, that could have happened and it could happen again. But I think most of it is this reality is in flux, this reality that we're in right here. And and then as far as like uh, what you take away from, okay, you mentioned it a little bit at the beginning, you know, like, like you thought, okay, maybe this is the creator, you know, cluing you in, yeah. hey, things aren't everything they seem. Um, is that how you kind of you you kind of uh, before you go to bed at night and you, you put your head on the pillow? I mean, is that kind of what gives you the resolve to kind of keep looking at this stuff and 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 diving in just so that you can kind of rattle some people and say, hey, you know, start paying attention. Yeah, but that's always been kind of my thing too, like you know, pointing out deceptions and stuff. I think that you know, I mean, we're seeing proof of what I think is proof of creation in real time, because things are changing in an instance and all the way back in time. And, and, you know, we just mentioned the creator and we haven't got much into anatomy or land masses yet, but the land masses of the earth are in the wrong place. And so are some of our organs. So I don't know how else that could happen. I mean, maybe people think somebody guy behind a computer can do that to your body and retroactively all the way through time. I, I don't, you know, I'm open to whatever, but I don't believe that, you know, mm -hmm. I, I really don't believe that. And mm -hmm. um, if I'll give people an example too, and they're probably like, what's he talking about? Yeah, yeah, that? let's do that. So if I was to ask you why a kidney punch is illegal in boxing, what would you say? Because it's not protected. Right. It's it's uh, it's out in the open. It's below the rib cage. Perfect answer, because that was my reality. Now your kidney is protected. It's up higher and it's behind the back of that rib cage. So did, and it's all in that way. Do we have a, a x-rays or something? 
So I have yeah, an x-rays from Leo. Yeah, because you know, uh, yeah, our son has a, a kidney. One kidney. Yeah, one kidney. He was born like that. And I remember speaking to the doctor when we, you know, did all the testing. And he's like, yeah, he just can't really play contact sports as he grows up. And I remembered that very vividly. Him telling me that. And I haven't put him in any contact sports because of it. Yeah, the kidney is now protected behind. Uh, so where where can we verify this? Is there all the biology books? I mean, did he change everywhere, or is there residue? Bio biology books will change. Where well, you can find a lot of residue. Uh, you can find a lot of intricate drawings that people have drawn of the human body and the anatomy, where people will have it in the proper place. Uh, even some of the medical places that do animated commercials, well, they'll make animations of human anatomy doing whatever talking, or they'll show you certain areas. Hey, come in. We're a specialist on this. They'll highlight it in red or whatever. A lot of stuff like that will have residue of the, of the way things. Uh, so where did be. you uh, first like find out that somebody pointed up to you? Look in this book or look in Google or how did you figure that out? <laughs> Well, I, I, I think maybe when I first started making Mandela videos, maybe one of the people I was doing shows with might have mentioned that one to me and asked the same way in which I asked you. And I answered the same. Right. Because you can't. Was, was down here. Yeah. A little right. back, but it's higher now. It's higher now. And another, another one, too, that's big. That um, For me, like, if you look back at, like, 80s and 90s rock albums, You'll find a lot of depictions of like a skull with the snake going through the eye socket coming out the other one. A lot mm -hmm. of people would use it like that. And now that wouldn't make any sense because now there's actually a plate of bone behind your eyeball that block that blocks that passage now. Hmm. That I certainly don't ever remember being there. Now there's a lot of people that talk about a lot of other changes to do with the body. Mm -hmm. But again, if I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't want to go right, there. So right, right. I'll probably stop. I'll probably stop there with the anatomy. Okay. But I would love to get into some landmasses. Let's do landmasses, because land when you talked sure. about Cuba, I was like, what? <laughs> Perfect. That, and you know, the first Mandela effect I was presented with was the Berenstein Bears, which changed to Berenstein, which kind of resonated with me right away. But I didn't really take it so serious until I saw what had happened to the landmasses of the Earth. Now, I'll start like this. When I say the land masses of the earth have changed, I understand that they give us fake photography, fake imagery, maps are made for political reasons, mm -hmm. different projections are made. Um, mm -hmm. Google Earth can be updated with an update online. Mm -hmm. I understand all that. Just keep that in mind when you guys are listening out there. So in my reality, like I'll just, you know, in my reality, if I, when I ask anybody, right, where is South America located in relation to North America? Just about everybody's going to give me the same answer. And they're going to tell me, well, it's right underneath it. And then I'll follow it up with another question because it makes it more specific. Mm -hmm. So I'll say, so what direction does the Panama Canal run? Mm -hmm. And they'll say east and west. That's what I remember. That is not the case anymore. So if you look at South America... It used to be underneath North America. The East Coast was basically lined up with the East Coast North America. It's moved so far over to the right now, to its east, okay? So far over that the West Coast of it is now lined up with the East Coast of the U.S. It's like barely under the U.S. at all, okay? And because of that, the layout changed. So Central America used to hit 
Venezuela right here. Yeah. Okay. Now th this has moved so far. Central America now hits Colombia on the freaking left side of South America. And so now the Panama Canal, it's almost north and south. It's like this. It's like this. Panama Canal. No. Central America is connected to a different point. That is wild, dude. That's huge. Now, again, if that resonates with anybody, listen, if you guys remember North America underneath it and the Panama Canal, east and west. Yeah. But you think the Mandela, you think the Mandela effect is a psyop and that this is just about people changing maps. I'm not asking you to check a video of my uncle's graduation from the 1977. <laughs> right? Like, like you can go and pull out a map that's in your house. You can pull out a globe that's in the basement, right? You can pull out any of these anywhere. None of them are going to have the Panama Canal east and west and the South America underneath North America. It doesn't matter how old. But why did we all remember that? And then the one that you just brought up a minute ago is the other part of the equation for me. Yeah. Without even looking at other parts of the world, I mean, it's right there in your face. Cuba was a small island to the southeast of Florida, at least for me. Mm -hmm. I know I'm, I said everybody's reality is not the same, but I would reckon the majority of people, if you ask them, small island to the southeast of Florida, right? Like 90 miles to the southeast of Florida. Now Cuba is the size of Florida, but on its side, it's like as big as Florida, probably the landmass, and it's drifted so far west, it's west of Florida. It's still east too, because it's so freaking big, but it's also west of Florida and almost connected to Mexico. Again, if you remember Cuba as a small island I to do. the southeast of Florida, yeah. you can't show me a map, you can't show me a map or a globe that has it that way. Now, where's residue in these things, right? Oh yeah. Many, many depictions on drawings of the earth. Uh, all the time when it's used in imagery and cartoons, you'll find so much South America. People have company logos on their trucks with the earth on it. I mean, it's it's freaking everywhere. It's freaking everywhere. There's a uh, a video I did recently. Uh, there was this museum that held a contest of people to draw the earth in one shot without looking at anything and then mm -hmm. send it in, right? Mm -hmm. And I showed uh, I showed a hundred of these. They were in a museum. A hundred drawings of earth people made, these, these dra crude drawings, most of them, right? Let me tell you, at least 95 of the 100 had the Panama Canal east and west on it. Wow. Why does, why does like the entire world remember what I'm trying to tell people that things used to be? Like, mm -hmm. we're not crazy. The no. land masses, they're in the wrong place. Like, that's a big deal. Now we're way past the Berenstein Bears and, and the Monopoly Man. The land masses of the earth are in the wrong place. Your Bibles are changing, right? Your anatomy is changing all this materialistic stuff every way you could imagine. Like we could sit here for day. I could go down a thousand Mandela effects if you want to talk about movies and mm -hmm. music mm -hmm. products. It is endless. I mean, it is endless. So can we talk about the Rona before we, we conclude a oh, little yeah. bit? Cause we said, I think you said one love, thing. Yeah. But let's talk more about I would that. Love that. I would love to. So, uh, you know, as far as like, different agencies and, and and i'm gonna there's a ton of agencies and things to do with the government and think tanks and all these types of deceptive places that have had their names mandela affected right i'm gonna lead you into the rona first okay so for me now before corona started i started seeing centers for disease control instead of center for disease control it was always center for disease control for me mm -hmm. okay mm-hmm but this is like a specific Mandela effect too, because now if you go back, it's been the centers for disease control for your whole life. There was a, now in this timeline, it was only the center for disease control 
for just a few years in the early 70s. And it's supposedly always been centers since, you know, the mid to late 70s. So our entire life, it's been the centers. But I never saw centers for disease control until like 2018, 2019. So that's one change to do with it. Mm-hmm. We talked about the Bible change, limiting gatherings, Matthew 18, right. 20, now has an agenda where it says where two or three are gathered instead of two or more. How about this one for an agenda? Are you familiar with the HIPAA Act? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we I work in technology. She works in healthcare. Yeah. And and what does it represent? What was the idea of what it was supposed to represent? Why was it introduced? It should How protect, it you know, your, your private medical information, I guess, from... Exactly. Private, your privacy, your health privacy. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me t- and, and what did we see? What happened when Corona started? Health privacy. Yeah, everybody would talk about that. Yeah. Out, out the window, right? Now check this out. The HIPAA Act used to be HIPPA. Now it's yeah. HIPAA. Now it's no. HIPPA. No, 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 no. <laughs> and now again, let's, it's not just about a letter change. Well, what's missing? Go look at what the HIPAA Act stands for now. The P that stood for privacy is no longer in the HIPAA Act. The privacy got Mandela affected out of the HIPAA Act. No. No way. No way. Just before COVID. (laughs) Just before COVID, as the Bible started telling you that the presence of God wouldn't be there if you had more than three people in a gathering, the HIPAA Act lost the P for privacy. The Center for Disease Control turned to the Centers for Disease Control. It goes on and on with this stuff. Um, of, of a, is it that wild? It no. <laughs> Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act and privacy is not in it. Oh, wow. Right before you lost your privacy, the P in this. So I think that these Mandela effects, a lot of them, are clues to show us deceptions in this world. Here's another one. It doesn't necessarily have to do with that, but it's kind of related. What does the DEA stand for? Drug Enforcement Agency. What if I told you you were wrong and it's never been the Drug Enforcement Agency either? Okay. You see, I mean... <laughs> you, see, you see what I'm getting at? Like, everything has changed. It's not just, oh, it's just little things. We talked about huge things, little things, everything in between, and the vast amount of everything. And people will still deny this is happening. You ask anybody that, they're going to tell you the Drug Enforcement Agency. That's what it was. And the amount of residue, I mean, it's off the hook. Like you could imagine, all different movies done on on yeah. drug cartels, narcos, yeah. and and the amount of newspaper. I've done like three videos just on this one Mandela effect because there's so much evidence. Now it's always been the Drug Enforcement Administration, never agency. So even people that have old badges and patches from them, they'll all be changed. They'll say the administration on it. Yeah, because it's always. Uh... The three-letter agencies, FBI, CIA, DEA, you know, they're all the agencies. Everybody you know? knows. Everybody knows it was the Drug Enforcement Agency. How about this? Here's another one, Place of Deceptions. What's the most famous museum in America? The Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. What's the full name? Two words. Uh, that's all I've ever known. It. <laughs> <laughs> the Smithsonian. So it- it used to be the Smithsonian Institute. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Institute. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, I don't now it's that. always been the Smithsonian Institution. So Okay. Institute. Okay. Okay. Now that would be new. Yeah. That would be new. It was always Institute. Yeah. Yeah. Institution. Yeah. That sounds weird, like a medical hospital uh-huh. or something. 
So, so would you yeah. think some of these do not really have like an end goal besides, you know, let's see if they notice? Where I think I think a lot of it is is because everybody needs something. Like, like today I did a show with my friend Nathan. We're really having deep conversations about what this reality is. But he's finally, finally, after years of telling his sister about the Mandela effect, she finally, after all the crazy stuff he said, and like not crazy, but the really big mind blowing ones, the mm -hmm. spelling of Imodium ID changing is what woke her up. And now she's like all in and ready for the <laughs> the, the diarrhea <laughs> medicine? The, the diarrhea medicine. It like dropped the M. It has, it has one M instead of two now. So like the fact that that's spelled differently now in this reality, as ridiculous as that would seem of a Mandela effect, that woke her up to this. That's oh got her on her journey now. That's some crazy shit. And that's not a pun. No. So, so all of them really are to wake people up, but they might be done. Okay, like the bad guys want to take everybody needs ownership or CERN, I, but I, yeah. Can we I go back a, to that for a minute? Too. Yeah, and I have a deep a deeper theory on on why too there might be so many of what we might think are little changes. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of my theory on what this whole place is. If you guys want to go there, right yeah, let's sure. do it. All right. So, in my idea, this place is not a simulation, but it's full of like a simulated reality, but on top of God's green earth, you know? Okay. But they fake everything they give us. How much fakery before we call it fake? Like, seriously, everything's fake and done with actors and people that are bought off and paid off. Right. Fake space agencies and fake this and fake that. It's like, Okay, so I have to question all of this reality. I do think that we are supernatural, supernaturally capable beings. I think that this place, have you ever read a Choose Your Own Adventure book? Oh, yeah. I used to love those as a kid. So for people oh, that yeah, don't know yeah, what that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. In Portuguese, I yeah. read it. <laughs> yeah. They were cool. So you would get to the end of a chapter and they'd give you four or five choices. And yeah. Depending on what you bounce You might die. Pretty soon. Four different ways to die. Like a, it's kind of like a plan for you and a goal, but there's also you make all these choices of the, of your own free will within it and bounce around and, and experience the journey in certain ways. I think of life sort of like that, and I think of like these people walking around with a mask on still, and all these people that don't even care no matter what topic you bring up, nine eleven, COVID, Mandela effect, whatever it is. They don't want to hear any of it. They just don't want to think at all. Right. Literally. Right. You, you know that almost everybody's like that. You can't challenge their thought on the simplest of things. They do not want to think. They take great offense to it. So I do look at it as like people, they're not going to like graduate out of here. Not saying ever, not saying that <laughs> damn to hell or any of this fear porn, but they need, they need more learning. Obviously they need, you know, they're not ready spiritually. Uh -huh. That doesn't mean we're getting out on the first shot either. I do right. think that, you know, there's a cumulative total of like awareness to what this realm is or like a collective, you mean? Realm. Collective wherein like I might get 30% there this life, then my physical body dies, then I'll come back and I'll keep that 30% in the back, you know, wherever the creator lost my progress or whatever, right? <laughs> and I'll gain more until eventually I get out. Now, what if like when we came back and did this experience again, there was just too much stuff that was the same. So maybe there needs to be so many little tinkering changes with reality. So we don't have like a deja vu and a flashback to our past life because it's too familiar. What if some of it is that? It's like laying the groundwork of the reality to be in flux enough, keep it working the way it's been working because it works. 
to an extent mm-hmm. and and make enough enough little minute changes where we're not like okay this is my exact old re- even though we'd probably put in a different person and all this but what if everything that we remembered from pop culture and all the stupid shit even was all the same as it was in our last experience here what if that would trigger some sort of you know memory of something yeah i, I think some of that some of that might be at play and of course this is all just wild theories like oh, i can yeah. prove the mental in my opinion i can certainly prove the mandela effect is happening and it's real and i also think i can prove that everybody is affected if you approach them the right way it's easy to show it they're not all going to admit it but i think everybody's effective as far as my ideas on the theories it's all speculation but i do feel strongly about some of it right. and i do follow my intuition and i do feel i make good logical reasons to eliminate certain things that i think it's not you know mm-hmm. but, but that's kind of my, my take on this reality you know so i think some of the little changes might be a necessary uh way this reality functions so people don't have like a memory of their past life mm-hmm. yeah and i and i really liked what you said earlier about just um having uh confidence in yourself you know like yeah trusting yourself that you that you experienced what you experienced you know like like or or are you just willing to be told no that wasn't what you experienced you know because if you're willing or like to if you're you know you you apparently you feel healthy but you're apparently sick and you should you would be making other people sick even though you're fine <laughs> yeah yeah we yeah, just believe that that you know? is a part i think that's like the you know the pinnacle of that you know that distrust and we talk a lot yeah. a lot about that in the podcast i mean trust yourself you know yeah go in the airplane Absolutely. and breathe fresh well, that- air as much as possible yeah you know i don't i don't play none of that mask bull crap in fact i i was filming inside doctor's offices on the second week of march when they were trying to turn me away and showing that this thing was a complete scam um and and i don't live in fear and even though mandela affects my focus now because i don't really focus on the fakery and the deceptions as much i always go back to them i mean even in the last week i I mean i did a show a couple weeks ago on the fake moon landing and i did a a COVID show again the other day Mm -hmm. um but you know people living in fear is what's really gotten them to be uh, controlled. And obviously most of that, you know, easily you can see where it comes from. It comes from the media and people just buy it all up. Um, And so I like to go out and show people to not live in fear. So for anybody that's watching this, I did take 14 flights in a row uh, back and forth during COVID from uh, the East coast to California. And uh, you know, 14 times without a mask to show these people that this is absolute nonsense and uh we should they didn't push you around or told you kicked you out of the plane no no a lot of videos of people being dragged out or yeah i think i think think most of those most of those videos are fake most of those videos are fake to scare you once once videos go viral they're really suspect to me i mean really and the interactions i've had although if they did try and clamp down after several months a bit and a few times i had to talk to their doctor on the phone and whatever uh, I still got on that plane without a mask, though, you know, wow. and um, also talking to people on the street and try and get them to see the inconsistencies in these things. Like, it doesn't take a fucking rocket science. Yeah. BS. But that, it doesn't take a rocket. Well, for science. some people, it does. <laughs> for some people. Well, this is my problem with the people that couldn't see through the COVID at all. It's like. I get some of these other topics that you, they don't really come into your radar much and right. you've never looked at. I get it, but like you can't see that it doesn't make any sense that people would tell you that you're gonna die from COVID, but you come to our restaurant, you wear a mask to come in, but if you take it off and sit down at the table, you're fine. Like it's it has fine, yeah. 
I mean, and because they the CDC you said it's okay. Dude, they're so brainwashed by the CDC. I'll tell you a story. I went to my doctor's uh, in in the second week of March, right? I, I went to go see a, a specialist or something. Now, this was the last day they were letting anybody in. I was the only person in all this medical building, offices and offices, except it's staffed to the max. But, of course, there's no sick people, right? Now, at this point, they don't even have testing procedures or anything. Right. We can talk about that because, like, the next doctor I went to will tell you that story. Uh, but <laughs> I, go in this, I go in this doctor, and I'm like, uh, I forget what he was saying, but he was saying how like uh, something to do with you know, trying to stock up on his on his uh, PPP, you know, his personal protective equipment. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'm I'm like, so like, where where is like, I'm like, no, that's I'll tell you why he said that. I said, why are they canceling like all the elective surgeries? Because I had to have a surgery. I haven't had it yet. I'm about to. Find it. <laughs> um, so I'm like, but I was seeing him, and then they were going to shut it all down and. And I'm like, and make me wait until they decide to turn it back on. But I was seeing him for like the, uh, you know, the first appointment before you get the procedure. And and I'm like, why are they, you know, why are they canceling all the elective surgeries? What's that have to do with COVID? You guys seem like you got you got plenty of staff. And he's like, oh, well, you know, we're waiting for the calm before the storm. And like, this is exactly what the CDC is telling these people. I already know this guy's just sitting there watching the doctor all the time. So I said to him, I said, oh. Where did you hear that from? The CDC? He said, yeah. I said, what does the CDC stand for? Right? <laughs> <laughs> he says, he says, Center for Disease Control. I said, can you say that again? He said, Center for Disease Control. <laughs> and uh, I, rec- I, re- I recorded all this. It was a riot, though. But the next lady I went to, actually, the lady right before him, I went to a, a doctor to get the referral to go to him. So when I went to that doctor originally, try and get the referral, it was like, the first day that they started announcing this in the United States, it was in very early March. And she's turning me away. I'm like at the desk in the lobby. There's a lot of fucking soul in there. <laughs> now we can't see people. We're only, we're only taking COVID patients. I said, but I have an appointment and I'm in a lot of pain and I just need to get my fucking scene and get my referral. Well, we were waiting for the COVID patients. I said, well, where are they? I said, nobody's <laughs> And this is when I knew there was something wrong in the world. Like these people, even though they, we already know they're brainwashed and indoctrinated and they're going to believe it. But like, they seem to have lost all that compassion. That's when I got a little worried about this world. Right. She's like, and, and she could see I was really in pain and I got so frustrated. And uh, I, I said to her, so when these COVID patients come in, right, how are you going to determine that they don't just have the flu and that they have COVID? No one, there's no tests yet. And no one even know when there was, that was bullshit. <laughs> right, 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 right. right, right. right. <laughs> but she didn't have an answer. She just wanted me out of there. And I had to leave there. And I wasn't able to get seen because they were waiting for the influx of people that we knew would never come. They didn't come for months. They weren't scared enough for months to, to line up at testing sites and all this. And they didn't have any ways to test them at first. It's completely ridiculous. Now, also, while I didn't just fly to California... We went out to prove that this was bullshit as well. And like, so we would see hospitals that were advertised in the news. One of them was Los Robles hospitals, uh, Los Robles, uh, in, um, it's in thousand Oaks, I think in California. So, you know, they're telling you California, New York, it's like, right, 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 right. Yeah. It's bedlam. Body. They're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna bury bodies in central park. <laughs> we got multiple <laughs> fucking rolling down the street, dude. Right. Yes. 
Meanwhile, we're out investigating this. So I already did the two doctor's offices and I did an urgent care in March. Again, March of 2020. All three of those, I, they're all on my Odyssey channel. They're not on my YouTube, obvious reasons. I got strikes for them. But they're on my Odyssey channel. People can go to my COVID playlist and check them out. We'll talk about where to find them after. Um, so I go to California. We go to this hospital, me and my friend Steffi, and they say in the news that the, uh, you know, the hospital, the ER is just overflowing with COVID patients. I already know this is nonsense. I've already seen, even when they came out with the PCR thing later on, I saw the scam that they did with AIDS and all this. Like, I've talked about all this before. Like, this is, you know, and I already know the fear, the way they push fear and how much the news lies. Oh, yeah. So, what I'm expecting, we're ahead of us for sure. We're going to roll up. What I'm expecting is we're going to roll up and we're going to film an empty ER because it's going to be nothing going on. That's what I'm expecting. Uh So it was better than that. This is all on video. So I roll up and I'm filming and I pan over to the ER, right? And it's empty. But then all of a sudden, 18 or 19 different doctors and nurses all came outside on the same, at the same time to go stand over in the grass, hold signs that they were heroes and take a photo op. All no. Oh my gosh. They got to yeah, keep dude. the propaganda flowing. You were flowing. there at the perfect yeah. time. <laughs> I, right when I got there, they all came out for a fucking photo op. As the news is telling you, there's literally no way to bring these patients. Ambulances have to turn around. And you're, you're probably Meanwhile, there with the camera. Yeah. You're like, no shit. They're doing this right in front of yeah. me. <laughs> and it, I, I, I got it all. I got it all. On, you guys can all go check out all, all the videos I talked about. They are all on my Odyssey. Obviously, YouTube's removed so much. But yeah, I, we've done this type of stuff repeatedly to go out and show people that, you know, the stories that there's. You know, what's interesting is there's such a disconnect that, you know, my friend calls a lot of these places where the media will say they're overflowing and they're clearly not. And then she'll call the hospital and be like, well, why is the media saying this? And it just seems like there's a total disconnect there. Like they they really don't even seem like they're aware. Obviously, the higher ups, the hospital probably know. But most of the people, even the ones working there, they're oblivious to the media's even saying that. Well, I don't know why the media would say that. But then there's like no recourse taken. The media can just keep lying to you and lying to you and lying to you and lying to you. And it's like, this is just a common sense thing. Like, dude, if all the hospitals are overflowing, I would hear ambulances all day and night. All the time. It, it was a ghost town for like a year and a half, dude. Dude, ghost town. Ah! So to to uh, conclude, uh, why, from all the fakery that you investigate, why is the Mandela effect like your most, you know, your your favorite? Because it because it's supernatural, it's spiritual. It, it it you know you can hear a lot of stories that people talk about supernatural stories or Bible stories or Jesus coming back. And I'm you know I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm just saying, I'm I'm seeing that type of miracle right now. Like I'm seeing supernatural present itself now. So for me, mm-hmm. this is like proof of the supernatural. Mm-hmm. It's happening now. It's There's benevolent. You think the supernatural benevolent. is benevolent? Yes. Well, we have personal changes too that like have to have the intelligence to know our personal life and make some of the changes that we see, some of the synchronicities we see around us. So for me, there might be some random aspects to it, but for the most part, it's definitely a very intelligent thing that's happening. And as far as like all the fakery and stuff, I will definitely say that it's very important for people to go through those journeys and, and become aware of these deceptions. And it's very important that other people keep showing them that 
but it's also I've learned in the last two years out of my 12 year journey here in the last two years when I saw how crazy the world went uh, on a serious like serious deep dive right um, I saw how how much you know important it is to put myself first and what's important for my journey mm-hmm. and to make changes in my own life and we could definitely keep trying to help people and wake them up and we'll always try and help ones close to us and even strangers on the internet of course um but if we're not you know making the changes in our life because we're not gonna you think we're gonna fucking fix the world it's like people say to me <laughs> well, what's it matter what what's what's it gonna change in the world if you right. know about the man what's it what's it gonna change in the world if you know nasa lied about everything what's it gonna change in the world if you know the news is fake hopefully you make it change things in your life and for your family and for your friends, because you're not going to change the whole world. That system's too big. And the best thing we can do is recognize that and do what we can to stay out of it as much as possible. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm at right now. And I just, I'm just that for me personally, even though I was known as the media fakery guy for so long and breaking down these things, it's a complete waste of my time at this point. I know it's all fake. I mean, it's all fake. It's all wasted energy for me. It's all fake fear porn, propaganda, a fake fabricated reality presented to us about everything from where we live, where we've been, how our body works, right? It's all a complete Mm -hmm. lie, a a complete lie. So when something is as big as COVID was, for instance, I do get back into because it was so necessary for me to do these things. Yeah, of course. Little little events and propaganda and the media or a shooting event it's not absolutely not paying any attention to it i could care less at this point yeah Mm -hmm. so where how can we support your work and where can people find you perfect so i like to stream on youtube when possible but we all know the censorship we've lost my i've lost multiple channels i'm always down on strike um (laughs) i started streaming a lot on on rockfin um over the last year and a half uh, I also multi-stream a lot of that, uh, you know, to one of my YouTube channels when I can, um, to Twitch, Twitter, Facebook. The easiest way to find me, two things. You can search my name, Brian S. Stavely, S-T-A-V-E-L-E-Y. Are you on Wikipedia? <laughs> Did they tell you this? No. <laughs> Conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, if you just search my name or if you go to doseofrealityshow.com doseofrealityshow.com and that'll just bring you to my website and you can just click my links everything's there my email all my channels platforms backup channels patreon Um, i will say this because of my strikes on youtube i'm constantly having to shut my videos all down and make them private because i got two strikes and i want to lose the channel i'm currently going through that right now um so if you're looking for all my old videos although you'll see a couple weeks worth of videos on various backup channels if you're looking for my archive of videos, my Mandela Effect shortlist, which we talked about, my COVID playlist, my 9-11 playlist, you can find them all on Odyssey. It's free for everybody. I'm Brian S. Stavely on that. It's also linked on that page. Mm-hmm. Odyssey is great because it's a great backup. You won't see very good view counts, but it's just a backup. All my videos are there. So I did 1,600 videos or so in the last four years. Well, there's 1,100 on YouTube. They've deleted that many, 500. Wow. So. Well, hey, all- you, you've done a lot of work and you know what they say. <laughs> If you build it, they will they come. Will come. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right, Brian. We'll, we'll share all the links in the show notes. So look for the show notes and support awesome. Brian's work. We are supporting Brian's work. We love what you do. Thanks so much for coming on the show. It's been a blast. It has been a blast. Thank you, Brian. 
cool, man. Thank you, guys. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Talk to you later. Oh, and, and get us that video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you that tonight. And uh, just let me know when you put the podcast up and I can share it. Sounds again. good. Oh, Appreciate it. Sense. Thank you. Bye. All right. You're welcome. Bye. All right. Another really crazy episode <laughs> at the collective resistance podcast. I mean, I hope if anything, you guys are entertained. I mean, Fabi, what did you think? I mean, it was, that oh, was so it fun. It was fun. And I always, I mean, I, I've always been interested in the supernatural myself and trying to figure out what this reality is, what it's not, and also center into my experience and trust myself. Well, and he had some great, um, kind of conclusions, you know, about, you know, talking about how he thought maybe they were signs from the creator and stuff. And that was not necessarily where I've heard him go in the past. And I thought that was really interesting and really gave me a little bit of a different tilt on it all. Yeah. Um, really found him. It was deep and it was uh, hopeful. Yeah. I found him really knowledgeable and uh, definitely an interesting guy. <laughs> yes. So, all right, well here, let's wrap it up fabby what do you want to tell everybody hey everybody follow us on telegram the collective resistance podcast and stay healthy stay safe stay curious <laughs>